Welcome to Gypsam's Wellbeing at Work podcasts. These are a series of conversations which aim to bring new ideas and perspectives around wellbeing at work. Gypsam's is a Gibraltar registered charity providing free helpline and chat services for those who may be suffering emotional distress and championing a culture of well-being for all. I'm Mary Lou, the founder and chairman of Gypsam's, and my fellow trustee, Kirsten, will be chatting to the recipients of our Corporate Wellbeing Awards, who have very kindly agreed to share how implementing well-being measures has resulted in benefits for both employees and their organizations. Enjoy. Hello and welcome back to yet another episode of the Gypsam's Wellbeing at Work podcast. Today I have the absolute pleasure to speak to Lourdes Barrea, HR Director of uh, Bassadoni Automotive Group. And um, they have received an Wellbeing Award back in 2019 and a Wellbeing Star Award for their very, very comprehensive um, well-being strategy and, and Lourdes will be telling us all about it today. So welcome, welcome Lourdes. Thank you, Kirsten. Thank you very much for inviting me. No, you're very welcome. I'm very much looking forward to our conversation and, and hearing what you have to share with us. And I guess perhaps to start us off, um, well-being strategy, supporting people at, at work with their well-being. Um, where, where do you start? Where did you guys start? Well, when we started by looking at a vision and our values, and we thought that should underpin any well-being strategy that we designed for the group, because that's very important. What drives us forward, no, is what people believe in and motivates us. So um, we looked when we did our values and a vision. We did it in a group, all the management team, which was about 50 of us, I think. Uh, we all discuss what would be, what would resonate with people, no? what resonates with us, what resonates that is important for the business. So we came up with a vision, which is to be the most admired in every market we operate in, in customer focus, operational excellence, and investing in our people to be the best we, they can be. And our values, um, our integrity, trust, trust is very important. There's got to be trust in your teams and trust, and trust in the managers as well. The teams have to trust us, you know, um, teamwork. And another that is important for me is a courage. I think courage is another important value. People need to have courage to, to stand firm on their beliefs, to do the right things at the right time yeah. for the right reasons. You know, so we looked at all that. Community service is another one, corporate social responsibility, which is very important for Basadoni because... Gibraltar uh, and our markets have been good for us. We've been a very successful company and we want to give back to the community. We want to help the community get better as well. So we've got like a, a, a you wouldn't call it a committee. It's like an action group uh, for CSR activities. And we've run quite a number of them over the years, except last year, every sort of the world stood still. Yes. <laughs> for nearly a year. <laughs> Uh, but previous to that, and now we're starting again, um, we did a lot, a lot of things. And one of the things that made a bigger impact was um, lunchtime sessions, which I called Lunch and Learns. And we ran something like 16 or 18 Lunch and Learns on different topics. And I went out to the Basadoni community and asked, 
what was important for people? What did they want to know more about? What was valuable to them or something that they needed more information on? And we run quite a lot of them. The company provides a snack lunch and we invite speakers in and from things to do medically like breast cancer support, prostate, citizen advice, nutrition, um, training and fitness, the Happiness Foundation, environment, ESG, everything, um, and mental health. I think that the mental health about mindfulness, meditation, tools to help you with your mental health was one of the things that resonated more with most of this, the, the colleagues in, in Macedonia. And so we decided to run a, a 12-week program twice on yoga and mindfulness and meditation, and that was really well attended. So we are hoping to run that again this year after September. So those are some of the things we've done. We've done other things. For example, we brought in the charities we support in, in Africa. Um, they gave talks. We, they asked for volunteers for different projects. And some of our staff went to Africa to build schools, um, wow. to teach. And uh, the company provides special paid leave for that as well. So you don't have to take all your leave. Uh, two of us are going this year with helping in Africa to build a kindergarten classroom and another classroom. We're going in June and the company supports us money-wise plus with special leave. So it's great. Wow. Um, we also support... Sorry. Yeah, no, I'm Sorry. just curious because it, it's, it's something so meaningful to yes. be able to do that. And, and what have you noticed the, the impact it has on, on your people? perhaps when they know they get to go, perhaps when they come back? They all, they all say it's a life-changing experience, you know, mm. especially the children, because both charities, the focus is on education so that they can empower people to, to help themselves, really, you know, instead of just giving money. It's not about giving money. It's about empowering people. Uh, we use the local community to build. We help them. We don't bring people from Europe to build a school. We use them, we use their, their electricians and their carpenters, you know, and we use all of them so that money stays in the villages we're helping. Wonderful. See, and uh, Helping in Africa, for example, has a little project team with the links to here, and they are the ones that run things in a way from the village with us. So I think there's about 34 volunteers traveling from the local community to Ghana this year help. Wow. I just want to add as well, because I wish other organizations do this as well, is that we try to employ um, some, some members from the community that may have a learning disability or may, and yeah, to help them back into employment, it makes a huge difference to that person, you know, their, their, their self-worth, they, they feel valued, they're contributing to society. So we've got one from Clubhouse we've had for years, a lovely person, and two young lads with learning disabilities who, who are very productive members of our, of, our, of our group. Amazing, wonderful, wonderful. And I guess it really um, highlights the diversity and the inclusiveness yes. of yes. the part of your company. Yes. Mm. And they have the same benefits as everybody else. Yeah, great. 
Well, there's something I wanted to go back to because you spoke about your uh, corporate values really underpinning yes. your well-being strategy. And so I'm curious for our listeners, um, well, how, how does that look? How do you come, because, because often people look at, you know, the corporate side and the well-being side is completely separate. But yes. for you, they are, they are part of one another. And, yes. and I thought, you know, maybe we can speak a little bit around how, how do they connect? How are they related and how does one translate into the yes. other? Well, when we when we all got together in a, like a workshop style training room, it was about what was really important for the business, for the people who use the business, you know, and for our staff, what resonates with all of us. no? And that's how we came up with the vision. Because for the business, we wanted to give an exceptional customer service. It's, it's probably most businesses want to do that as well. Yeah. Uh, we want to give quality, you know, quality in our response, in the way we deal with the customers and in our products, which are cars, because motor vehicle business. And then it's really important to invest in the stuff so that people are developed and reach the full potential. That's, that's our aim. So that was the vision. We came up with a vision. And then what underpins that vision? So to do all that, we have to have integrity and trust. You know, how can we be honest with the customers and, and so that they trust us? Yeah. Trust within our teams, trust for the managers, the managers to the staff. Trust is a big thing here. Yeah. And this, my CEO, when I first was employed here, he said, I, I will always remember this. He said, uh, as I work with my team in a culture of trust. It's very important for me that I am able to trust you and that you're able to trust me. And we have that collaborative trust relationship. If not, if once that trust is broken, it's very difficult to rebuild. So it always stayed with me, you know, that that's the type of culture that's in Basadoni. And then investing in our people. People here, we normally are very focused on, on learning and development, from professional courses to soft skills courses, to IT courses, we are all the time uh, developing our stuff. And this year in particular, particular uh, we are bringing in um, a learning platform that's online. Wow. So people can have short, medium or long courses online from soft skills to health and safety to, I don't know, compliance, for example. Everything is in there. I don't know the amount of over 200 courses, I think, that everybody will be able to access. It's a proper online plat learning platform. So again, it's just innovating and improving so people can develop. They can develop, they can grow. They can grow. And, and, and uh, that trust underpins trust, as I said, is about your team member, if they've got a problem, if they feel stressed, whatever, able to go to the manager, this is how I'm feeling. How can you support me? What can I do to help myself, you know? Um, and, and it's really interesting because I'm curious to, to hear also what you've noticed about that, that trust because um, it's a really big part of us feeling comfortable, feeling safe, yes. safe feeling yeah. like we belong. Um, and so it, 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 it's a real foundation, isn't it, which then allows yes. for what you've said. It allows for growth. Trust allows for growth. Yes. Um, one of our main focuses this year is about coaching, coaching people. Yes. Uh, so we are undergoing workshops um, to help us coach our teams better, 
no? yeah. to help and support them better yeah. and help them grow. So coaching is a big focus. That was the focus from the beginning of the year. And we are starting the workshops now in June. So it's about opening the door, no? opening the door for people to say, yeah, I, I don't feel... Uh, I don't feel less off because I'm feeling stressed. I'm feeling yeah. whatever. It's about being able to be vulnerable with your manager yeah. and being open. And it's great to hear that you're utilizing coaching because I think coaching is such a, a, a brilliant um, yes. approach because we, when we're coaching, we're asking questions and we, we don't make assumptions. Yes. And when we don't make assumptions, we build trust because we're and in the dialogue and we're open. Yeah, it's about being curious, really. The question is yes. about being curious yes. and helping them find the solutions themselves. Yes. Yeah. And that, again, is growth again. Yeah, so it, it's very cyclical. It, um, yes. One another. Wonderful. So um, in terms of um, the some of the initiatives that, that you have been um, implementing that have been um, used by your people and utilised... Um, I'm curious, what what changes have you noticed? What, what's been the impact? So if someone is, there's a company out there and they may be thinking about implementing a few things and they go, well, you know, what's the ROI and <laughs> what's the impact of it? Can I see it? Can I measure it? Is it actually, is it actually there or am I just... You can measure it, it's both. Yeah, yeah. I think you can measure by the success. No? It's a very successful company, even with COVID. It's still carried on being successful. I think it's because staff are able to give that discretionary effort because they're engaged mm. and they're happy. Of course, there will always be one or two because I think there's about 350 members of staff already. So we're yeah. quite big for Gibraltar standards. And um, there will always be a couple of people who may not be as happy. But in, I think the great majority are because that's what happens when a company is successful, really, you know, because people uh, collaborate, they pull through together to make sure that, uh, that we, we, we do what we say we are going to do and we provide that service. In, during last year, when uh, the showrooms were shut, the team said, why don't we use our vehicles to provide, for example, food, prescriptions, whatever essential stuff, people who can't get out. So we did that for a num about two months as well. Yeah. Wow. It, was, it came out from them, you know, why don't we help the community again? We can do this, we've got cars, let's do it. Wonderful, <laughs> wonderful. Well, I was just going to ask, actually, because, you know, that, 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 that impact of focusing on well-being at work, um, and we know that there's an impact on the individual when the individual is supported yes. and they can grow and they can evolve. But from what you said, there is also an impact beyond the individual and beyond the organisation as a whole. There is a larger, more systemic impact of you know taking care and supporting our people at work can you speak a little course, bit about that it, yeah it has an impact on the community because if people here are supported and are healthier and happier when you go home that means you're better at home you're better with your partners with your children with your friends and it just goes out to the wider community and the impact uh, the impact is felt i think if there's 350 people here and 300 are happy, let's say, or 350 are happy, imagine the, the, the ripple effect, you know? Yeah. If everybody has at least a friend or a partner or children, and you multiply and multiply that, it has, goes back to the community, yeah. which is really important. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of the focus as well in health, lots of people find the environment 
very important as well. So we're focusing a bit this more. We've got the I, the ISO environmental um, standard. I think it's 14,001, but we want to do more. So we have another little action group. What else can we do to help the environment? And all that makes for happier staff because a lot of us staff find that's really important and resonates with them. Yes. You know, yeah. you want to help our environment, the earth. So, and it's connected, right? Our, our well-being. I mean, we're part. We're, you know, we're we're part of the planet. <laughs> <laughs> um, so it it it, it is connected. It's interesting because we're world. Um, World Mental Health Week this year, which I'm, I'm yes. sure you celebrated, is just a couple of weeks ago. The theme was nature uh, and getting yes. back to nature, and you know, utilizing nature for our own well-being. Yes. And, and and we all know what it feels like to go to the beach or to go for a walk in the in the countryside. The countryside, it's so lovely, and to hear that bird song, no, yes. that bird song whilst you're walking, and you think, my God, this is beautiful, yeah. Absolutely. The colors of the flowers and the trees and all that. Yes, it is important. Yeah. And so that brings me, because I know you mentioned something earlier and it's just reminded me about walking. Um, what are some of the, the strategies or the, the initiatives you're planning on implementing um, moving forward? Because, yes. again, that might give some of our listeners some ideas of what they could do. Of course. For, uh, although we're a car company, <laughs> <laughs> one of my initiatives was because we got lots of frontier workers as well. I think something like 140 of our staff members live in Spain. No? So what, what about maybe a subsidy for cycling, encouraging cycling uh, or subsidy or I don't know, it hasn't been decided. It's just ideas I've had and I've put it through to the, to the directors as well, the other directors. Or maybe a little loan without interest to help you buy a, a cycle. So encouraging physical fitness, which helps mental health yes. as well. You yeah. know, exercise does. And the environment uh, is in there as well. Environment, <laughs> yes, lots of things. We tick lots of things. Another one was maybe lunchtime walks with your team. So maybe twice a week you have a lunchtime walk with your team around this area, uh, down to Rosier and back, and you chat. And you, and there's again community, you know, teamwork and and exercise. And again, you tick things off again. Mm. So you're helping lots of stuff. Um, Apart from that, in the environment, we have other things and not only mental health, like maybe may, buying green, not all our products to be green in terms of if you're going to use bleach for anything, one that's green and, and helping the environment in lots of little things as well. Mm -hmm. But I think in terms of exercise and mental health, the yoga is so popular. So I want to bring that back with mindfulness and meditation for staff and maybe this type of initiatives as well, you know, plus the gym. Yes. We've built a gym within the business, a proper gym, and uh, anybody can use it. It's got weights and a few machines and showers and, wow. you know, wow. so they I can, can use it in their lunch break and they can, you know. Lunch break is open from seven in the morning. Before you come in, you can use it as well. It's got, I think it, it closes at 10 at night. So, um, so trying to support people, physical, mental you know, and social. Yes. Because if you have a lunchtime walk, it's social as well. You're talking yeah. with your team. Yeah. And some of the things you've been saying, really, I mean, I, I really heard that, you know, the, the community and the, the social aspect and the connections. And, and I don't know, uh, perhaps just as we come towards the end, um, we all know how this last year has been very, yes. very challenging and disconnecting for people. 
Um, yes. So I don't know what you've what you've noticed or what you found has been helpful to keep that sense of community, cohesion, connection for your people and also for their yeah. environment. For us, I think it was very, very important, the communication, the constant communication um, about everything, even th through COVID, through the vaccination programs. That I think I sent something like 51 <laughs> wow. communications. Yeah. So people were constantly aware of what was going on and they felt safe. Lots of tools, links to tools to help them, exercise, mental health, videos, blogs, to see to the community. Uh, I think all, as far as I'm aware, all the managers spoke to the teams practically daily, virtually when we were at home. Wow. And when the workshop did shift work as well. So we had the bubbles and all that. And I was able to come and talk to them, keeping the social discipline, abiding by the regulations. Huh? Yes. Yeah, I yeah. think that was... Uh, instrumental in keeping that cohesion, that commu constant communication. Mm -hmm. That you went on your own at home, just behind the PC working, you know, yes. that you had this group of people like you and uh, we, like we are now, no, virtual um, meetings. We yes. all saw each other with our cameras. Um, we had a couple of things like, let's have a drink together nice. at the end of the day and chat about anything, that nice. as well. Nice. Because uh, those are some of the things people have really been missing, you know, when they go and grab a coffee and you just have a quick chat with a colleague yeah. and that interaction. And that's that's really, really important. We're having face-to-face um, -face meetings now and they all say, this is lovely. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so nice to see people in real and actually be there being present in person. Absolutely. So it's nice to be able to, to come back to that. Lourdes, um, just as we wrap up now, um, because I know we could carry on talking, um, <laughs> what, what would be um, a good way to start for someone or a good way, um, a simple thing that you think would be easy, uh, low cost to implement to do that would have a big impact um, on people's well-being? I would ask, I would definitely ask, you know, your teams, I don't know how big the company would be, but ask what is important for you? What is something that you find valuable? What would help you be better? Uh, and then, based on what they feel is valuable for them, then have a think. What could you improve? Maybe the lunch and learns is something that others can do. Yes. Yeah, that I found most valuable. Or maybe something to do with mental health if they feel that, that people are very stressed. Uh, there's quite a few people like yourself who could help with that, you know? Coaching, I think, as well. Uh, we have done a lot of coaching in the past, but that... But there's more focus this year because of what's happened. Yeah. You know, to yeah. talk to a team in a coaching, in a coaching, safe, confidential environment. Mm. I would start with that, which is not very expensive and has a big impact. Yeah. And, and I love that you mentioned coaching. And actually, your approach to my question is, I would ask my people, is actually going and asking what yes. would be helpful to you. Because I think sometimes it seems so simple, but it's so, so valuable and impactful to ask people what would help you what do you need how can i support you we don't yes. get that very often so just having no. an employer yes. asking you that question is so um, what do you what what do you need from me i mean if it's something that can't be done well, then you explain why but sometimes loads of things can be done yes. and it's simpler than you think of and you think oh and it makes a huge difference to that person 
Well, thank you so much, Lourdes, for, for coming on and sharing um, your approach, your strategy from, from, from Barcelona Automotive Group with, with all of us and with our listeners. It's hugely appreciated. Um, thank you very much, yeah. Kirsten. It's been lovely wow. speak, talking to you. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. And we look forward to hopefully having you back on our um, awards um, this year. So, um, yeah, thank you very much. Okay. Thank you very much. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of Gypsum's Wellbeing Podcasts, which I hope you have enjoyed. If you're interested in applying for one of our Wellbeing Recognition Awards, or would like our assistance in implementing a wellbeing strategy and building a culture of wellbeing at your place of work, please get in touch with us at wellbeing at Thank you once again for joining us.